Welcome back. We have some maybe not quite as awful news from the pandemic front. Stimulus is a-coming, and the tornado count for Sunday grows and grows. I'm Ike Morgan, and we are down in Alabama. I imagine we are all about ready for improving news regarding this COVID-19 pandemic and all the federal, state, local, and personal shutdowns we've been living under for a few weeks now. We're Americans, specifically Alabamians, and we don't like people to tell us what to do. And yet, most of us have been doing our patriotic duty and making the world a safer place, at least as far as this virus is concerned, straightening curves and flattening hills. Well, it actually was nice to hear what State Health Officer Scott Harris had to say yesterday. AL.com's Lita Gore reports that Harris said that as the number of coronavirus patients peak over the next week, medical facilities are ready to handle them in Alabama. Remember, one of the big reasons for our shutting everything down was the fear that hospitals would not be able to handle the COVID-19 caseload. We'd be rationing ventilators and people would be going without treatment and sitting in waiting rooms and all kind of horrible stuff. Harris, quote, Our projections look a lot better than we thought when we were talking about this a month ago. Whatever surge we see in the next week or so can be handled in the four walls of our hospitals, which is exactly what we would like to see. He's attributing improving numbers to people's compliance with stay-at-home orders. So that's y'all out there straightening curves, flattening hills. Pat yourself on the back. Don't pat anybody else on the back, though, unless you have a six-foot pole. The statewide stay-at-home order is in place through the end of the month. Tuscaloosa Mayor Walt Maddox, meanwhile, has said that officials there will announce on April 28th their plans to reopen that city. That's to announce their plans on April 28th, not to reopen it on April 28th. And the Alabama Retail Association wants to see more small retailers open, not just the big box stores. See, what they're arguing is, hey, give us the same restrictions as the big boys, and it'll actually disperse people more rather than having every customer lined up to get into that big box store. So I guess we've been through the debates over what to close down, and now we can look forward to the debates over what to open back up and when, and that is certainly progress. The first wave of stimulus payments ought to be hitting bank accounts today. AL.com's Lita Gore reports that around 70 million Americans who have their direct deposit information on file with the IRS will start seeing money show up in their accounts. Next in line will be Social Security beneficiaries who don't file tax returns and then those who will be getting their paper checks. We did a call out on AL.com's Facebook account to see just what folks might plan to spend their stimulus money on. William Thornton did a story outlining some of the answers. There are people who are out of work who are saying that they'll be able to pay the rent or the mortgage, maybe knock out some credit card debt, pay overdue bills. Somebody said that's how she's paying her taxes. If I were a financial advisor, I'd suggest taking care of the IRS, then the mob, then the landlord, and then everybody else. Some people who were in a little better position said their money might go to churches, food banks, or to spend on local small businesses that need the support. Others want to save it and then live it up after the stay-at-home orders go away. And that's definitely not just a self-serving move. We'd love to see some pent-up demand break loose later this year. Probably not shocking to y'all is that I actually appreciate the peanut gallery on social media. Even in times of crisis, there were calls for spending it all on Mississippi scratch-off tickets or even at Wesley's booby trap. 
if you don't know the trap, it's in Walker County, and those ladies have to pay rent too. But y'all don't spend all your money in one place. The number of tornadoes that have been confirmed as touching down in Alabama on Easter Sunday rose to 20 by last night, reports Lee Morgan for AL.com. According to National Weather Service offices, 15 of those were in central Alabama. Surveys are ongoing, so that number might even be higher by the time you're listening to this. But there will be at least four that are categorized as EF2 storms. The strongest was the one that hit Boaz. Its winds topped out at 132 miles an hour, and it did damage in parts of Blunt, Etowah, and Marshall counties. Another EF2 hit parts of Walker and Jefferson counties, Another struck in Coleman County, and another in Etowah County. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you want to on the World Wide Web at AL.com. Mm-hmm.